Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. We just said that live, mate. <laughs> Are you a happy clapper is the question of the day. Welcome to Grumpy Old Reds, where we're going to go through Brentford 1. No, no, other way around. Forest 1, Brentford 1. Good evening, you beautiful lot in the chat. Hope you're well and good evening to our ugly looking panelists. Hope everyone is well. Why are you all looking away? You know it's true. You know it's true. You know we got a beautiful chat. You know, chat, if you're beautiful, say yes in the chat. Apart from you, Will. Don't even think about it. <laughs> Hope you guys are well. We've got plenty to talk about. We promise we'll get you away in time to watch the West London Derby. That doesn't involve Brentford. Boys, 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 boys. Let's jump into this. What what do we want to start with? We've got a few topics we've got to cover off. We've got to cover off midfield. We've got to talk about MGW because everyone's talking about him. And we've got to talk about this. Are we happy clappers or not? This style of football versus low block. Plenty to kick us off with. Um, who wants to start with what? I'm going to open the floor. Just who wants what topic? I'll Don't go speak up at once. No, I don't <laughs> I'll go. Yeah, I wanted to talk about... Oh, wait, oh, wait, I've got a big announcement. I've got a big announcement. All right, we'll do this bit, then I'll do the big announcement. You're just winding up to that, and then you just pulled him back <laughs> No, down. I genuinely forgot about it. I literally, even though I've been winding you lot up backstage Bollocks. about it, I swear to God, I forgot about Bollocks. it. If you remember, hang around. I got some sick stuff for you guys coming up. All right, and go on, kick us off, and. Yeah, I wanted to talk about our midfield. I thought it was really encouraging. I was so pleased that Sangari is starting to show what he can do. My, oh, my. That, this guy's going to be the guy. He's going to be the guy. And Dominguez as well. What a fantastic home debut. It was brilliant, even without the goal. The goal was, wow, kind of sensational. Okay, you might criticise the goalkeeper, but nevertheless, the way he, he got the ball, and he actually headed the ball. You know what I mean? It didn't come off him. He headed the ball in that direction. Which I thought for a, for a diminutive, quite diminutive midfielder was a superb effort. But all through the game, he was tackling, he was passing, he was covering, he was doing everything. Fantastic. I mean, I think it's quite a. I would probably have given him man of the match myself, but Sangare wasn't that far behind. And Mangala played well as well. You know, all three of them played well. I don't see how the likes of Ryan Yates get back in. The only issue we've got is that my preferred my preferred formation is a four three three. So where do we fit MGW, which obviously we're going to come on to. So mm. I think that for that kind of game, I think it was the ideal ideal midfield. And they re- in the first half, let, let's separate the game. Because the first half, second half, after the, after the uh, red card, obviously everything changes. <laughs> but for the, first, for the first half in particular, I saw so many promising signs that I can only see them getting better. It... it it's, I think it's, it must be the first time. Is it the first time they played together or did they play those three play against whoever we played last? Man, Man City. Man City. Yeah, again, I don't count that game. So, for my mind, it's a really promising start to what could be a cracking midfield that is better than many, many, midfield, many, many midfields in that, in that Premier League. So, really pleased. All right, but and the midfield, as good as I'm not going to argue with you, I was a tasty midfield. We still created zero shots on goal in that first half for all our pretty football. So is it a balanced yeah. midfield? It's balanced for 
being a in the in the in the if you look at it being a strong midfield, it's very balanced. I don't think a lot of midfields are going to play through us, but yes, I do understand that creativity could be an issue with that midfield. There was a time when I looked across the pitch, and I'm not exaggerating. Sangare was our furthest forward player, so it shows that he's quite willing to go go forward. He's not just going to sit as a DM, which a lot of people thought he was. He goes through the midfield, which was encouraging. But yeah, I, I do concede that maybe creativity-wise is a little bit lacking because I don't think I don't know about Dominguez. I think Dominguez has got the the potential to be a creative player because yeah. some of his passing is extraordinary. You know, he picks out a ball, he switches switches it left and right. So I think he has got the potential, but we need to see more of him. But yeah, I do concede that maybe creativity might might be an issue on the evidence we saw. But that was only the first like first half of them playing together against a team that, you know, they should dominate in all honesty. All right. Well, sticking on the midfield topic, Lemmy, I'm coming your way, bro. Because me and you were kind of falling out yeah. in the comments yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> What's your beef with Mangala, mate? What's this Mangala agenda? I yeah. thought Mangala in the first half just knitted everything together beautifully, coming in deep to pick the ball up. And you're sitting here basically calling him crap, mate. We haven't said a word yet, I know. Yes. But I'm putting words in your mouth and I'm gonna, yeah. But what's your beef with Mangala? And chat, what do you not think of Mangala? There was no beef. If, if I'm being perfectly honest, there was no beef. Um, I, I felt he did play really well. Um, at that midfield, just to go back to Ant's point, it is a Premier League midfield. And I felt that really showed yesterday. They never really looked too much out of sorts. They never really looked like they were crumbling under pressure, like we've seen in midfield last season, where we just get overloaded and then all of a sudden we just capitulate. Um, so those three were absolutely solid. And I think defensively, they were brilliant. And Mangala was probably one of the key talismans for um, holding that defensive line in terms of the midfield. So that, he was brilliant in that point of view. My problem with it, and it wasn't really a problem, it was just you suggesting that he should have been man of the match. I thought yeah. Sangari and Dominguez outplayed him going forwards and, and coming back. Um, but mainly going forwards... Dominguez looked to play deeper passes to the wings, which is how we were trying to create chances. Sangari would progress forward and actually try and take players on and run with the ball. But whenever Mangala got the ball, he'd come back into the back line and receive the ball. And then he'd just kind of yeah. stand there and just do nothing with it. He'd just pass it back to a centre-back. So I saw like the stats came up. Yeah, he had like 98% passing possession. I think I'd have 99% passing possession if I just passed it back to my goalkeeper or another centre-back. Uh, you got sent off to DC United, mate. You got no leg to stand on. Yeah, because I was trying to run forwards and actually try and do something. <laughs> so it's just infuriating just seeing him sit there and not really try and even take touches forward. He'd pass it back to a centre-back and then all of a sudden Brentford would come onto a, the defence, try and press us, and then we'd have to just boot it. It just felt like every single time that either Sangari or Dominguez had the ball, you felt, oh, something could happen here. And they'd play the ball to one of the wingers and then you think something's happening. But it just never felt like that with Mangala. But defensively, Mangala was absolutely brilliant. And I felt like he controlled that central part of the midfield and played really well as a six. But I just wish he had a bit more confidence on the ball. Chat, is he... Messages on that. <laughs> yeah, chat, is he got an agenda against Mangala? Dino, do you agree with what Lemmy's saying on Mangala? No, <clears throat> no, I thought <laughs> I thought he had a good game. I thought it was the best game in a Forest shirt. It did fade a little bit, but he had a great first mm -hmm. half. But all three of them did in midfield. I love watching that midfield three, and that should that should mean that we can now play a back four going yeah. forward, home yeah, and yeah. away. No, no, yeah. no, no reason we shouldn't. Um, all three of them were brilliant. Dominguez was man of the match for me. It just his energy levels, man. He's all over the place. And Sangare at the minute looks like our most creative player. He, he played some great balls, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah, clip yeah, to the right. He clipped one to the right, didn't he? It was inch perfect. So yeah. um, he's only going to get better. And is he better as a as a as a like a more forward player than he is CDM? Probably is. Looking at him. So, I think that yeah. I think that a lot of the problem is when people talk about creative players, they talk about the player that, mind you, 
Sangari did do a beautiful ball that broke the lines, but that was they talk sexual, about, about they yeah. talk about creative creative players breaking the lines again it through to the inside forward or the center forward. Whereas you can have a player that's creative by putting it out to out to the wing by switching the play, putting it out to the wing. Okay, mm. they're not the creative goal scoring player, but the the one mm. before the, the the creative goal scoring player, and they're equally as vital, aren't they? Yeah, it's quite a weird one to judge because somebody put in a comment like one shot at goal and stuff like that. Yeah, it, you know, to 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 be to be feeling positive after that, I think part of it for me is actually seeing us progress up the pitch a little bit more, and that's not going to come overnight. We've literally low blocked almost the entire of last season, and that's not going to come overnight. So I'm a bit patient there. I just prefer to see a four back, and then obviously three in midfield, and I think that gives us more options. But yeah. for me. We got we got forested in the first half yesterday because at times <laughs> they sat so deep with so many behind the ball, and I I just remember thinking, you know, now you know what it's like, Forest, <laughs> you know, because and and that's why we couldn't break through and create any chances. For me, can I just hmm. sorry? Can I just just very quickly where where I was sat yesterday, I was virtually I was in the Brian Clough stand, and I was virtually in the bloody away end, so I was on that kind of line the the Richard end goal and I said to my brother I said look they've got nine men behind the ball that mm. and it's not easy to create chances with <laughs> we should know it's not mm. easy to create chances when you got and they literally I'm not exaggerating guys they literally had nine men they had a five and a four behind the ball at times yesterday so they mm. as you quite rightly said Dino they were doing an absolute forest honors and trust mm. me there was no space locked. I mean, Hudson Adoy, I know we'll get on to different plays, but he did some trickery yesterday and went through some plays yesterday. It was absolutely brilliant. But that's yeah. pretty much the only way you can do it. Because if yeah. you're just putting balls in, they're just going to get cleared. So yeah. it was difficult. We don't like coming up against low block teams, do we? Because <laughs> we're normally the low block team. We do indeed, Chris. Like I gotta say, Chris, Chris has been on fire with his analogies. Yeah, I was going to say, what do you think of those seats? I don't like that corner. I think the view's not great because shout out to mine. He sits right there. And it's just, it's quite tucked in, isn't it? Do you always find you cranking your head to the right to, to check down well, the Trent end? Not really, because we want literally the back row. So the further back you go, the less you have to turn. I did at one point notice my neck was hurt a little bit when I was looking towards the Trent end. <laughs> so, so you're right. Yeah, you're right in that respect. It wasn't like... You couldn't see it. It was you did have to crank it, not cranking it, but look that way to see it. Uh, and after, a bit if thought, you ever, I mean, we've all met Martin. Every every time, I've always wondered why. You know, when you approach someone, shake their hand, you kind of look at them. When Martin comes up to you, he always comes at you like this, man. You know, and it's like I finally figured out why That's Martin. Because he wants that a is... kiss on the cheek. I saw ah, Martin yesterday. And I gave him a kiss on the cheek. He loved it. <laughs> all right um i do want to talk about one slight negative from yesterday before i do the big reveal I, i'm building it up it's worth the build up trust me right elanga elanga kind of pissed me off let me because he got the left back book quite early yeah and then he never really went at him and it was really early in the game and i just there's a few chance a few um opportunities for me where John, I don't want to say Jono, but I'm going to say it. Jono would have kind of knocked the ball past into the space and kind of done a knock and run on it, which Alanga has in his locker. Yeah, yeah. I'm not comparing him to Jono. I'm saying he's got the same trait. But he just kept kind of stalling and then cutting into the middle or laying a pass off. And I kind of just shouting at him thinking, just run at him, man. He's on a booking, man. Get him sent off. Was that yeah. frustration you were sharing at all? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, if you kind of look at it on the opposite side where you've got Callum Hudson-Odoi, every time that Hudson-Odoi is on the ball, you just know he's going to do one thing and that's just run at his man. He, whether he either tries to go out wide, yeah. go inside or plays a one-two to then get him behind. Every single time Hudson-Odoi is on the ball, I think, right, something's going to happen here. Uh, but on the opposite side of the pitch, yeah, like you say, getting their fullback booked very early on in the game and not capitalising on it, just trying to do what Jono would have done, which is just sprint at him. Even if he's not on the ball, he would have just made that run, drag him out with him. He just wasn't doing that. So whether that's just lack of um, match awareness, because he obviously never really played for United last season and there's only really been coming on as a substitute apart from two starts at home. Maybe that's just something that he's got to get back into his game. So, 
yeah, it was annoying and unfortunate, but we've just got to kind of hopefully look forward <laughs> and keep on playing in this kind of formation and style. And if we kind of stake with a 4-3-3, I feel if we try and get more, if you have Sangari trying to run with the ball in his direction, you'd like to think he'd be able to have a bit more awareness and start getting into spaces. So hopefully it comes with time and we don't try and revert back to uh, playing low block football where we're then taking them out of the game again. Yeah, because... Go on. I was just going to say, Cooper, to be fair, did mention that. And he said at half time, he says he was annoyed that he didn't attack him more in the first half. And he mentioned mm. it in the second half. That's fair enough. But my question is, well, why didn't you swap the wingers? Because you could see Hudson and yeah. Joy was far more direct. Yeah. So why not switch the wingers? My, just I, my I point that on that, just, just to add into that. Um, one thing we could have done differently and would have helped that situation is the overlaps from the fullbacks just were non existent. And, you know, if, I think if Ain had been there and um, Montiel, they're much more progressive yeah. up the pitch. And yeah. I think the overlaps would have probably brought us more chances in that first half. Yeah, I agree with Aina. Uh, I feel like if we'd have played Montiel in a four back there, we would have been asking for a lot of trouble um, on the counters, which is kind of concerning. But yeah, if Ola Aina was playing... And playing on that left back or right back because we've seen him play either sides and he's been brilliant whenever he plays. Yeah, we'd be getting a lot more overlapping runs. Were you surprised well, that Neil Carter was played at left back? I would have preferred. I mean, this is obviously in hindsight. Well, comments, right? I want to talk about that when we talk on the first. Let's finish with the attack because I want to ask Dino a question about Langer. Before I do, not in him now and then, man, with the checkbook out oh, already, man. man. Thank you so much for your ten pounds, you beautiful man. We love you, bro. We love you. And so, uh, so yeah. You yeah, how do you know he wants his name revealed, mate? <laughs> <laughs> but th thank you, Dave. Thank you, Dave. Appreciate it. And yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I called it at half time. It's good to see Ant said it as well. So it's kind of it was pretty obvious. But here's the question I want to ask you, Dina. Just uh, the final point on Alanga. A lot of people in the chat and in comments today have been saying they prefer him as an impact sub. They feel that if he comes on with 20 minutes to go, that his energy, his pace, he can kind of do it in a burst. You know what I mean? A 20-minute burst. We saw it against Arsenal, saw it against Chelsea when he came on. Chat, do you agree with those comments? Do you agree that you would rather see um, Alanga used as an impact sub? Or do you, know, do you just think he needs time just to get into the team? And have a run in the first team. He's played a bit part for a long time for United, hasn't he? Mm. And I truly believe that there's a player in there. Yeah. But he just needs game time. I think he's just just needs game time. He's shown amazing pace. I think where he struggles a little bit is off the mark, acceleration, not necessarily pace. When he's in a full flow, he is so fast. He's so fast. I think off the mark he needs to work. He needs to work on his dribbling. I would definitely play him. I mean, what's the alternative? Go back to an arrow formation? Not for me, thank you. Scarpa. <laughs> Sorry, it just—it's it, it just, a reflex reaction. Sorry, it's just <laughs> a re reflex. It's my laugh. It's just you know, it's reflex. It's this, reflex. This, this this made me laugh. This made me laugh. This comment made me laugh from the stream. From the stream. From the stream, Dave. Absolutely. Why is everyone applauding 007? What's what's 007 said? Why are you lot applauding 007, man? Well, I can't see any comments from James Bond. 007, rewrite your comment. I can't see it. But I can see five months from Nick the Legend. I'd prefer MGW as an impact sub. We are 100% going to talk about that. Why is he a legend? What's 007 done? Oh, he's <laughs> trolling you. He's trolling you. Well, he's a legend anyway, but he's not trolling you. I can see it now. Thank you. He is a legend. Yatesy, make sure you thank the legend. Big Mark. Oh, okay. Big thanks thank to you. the legend. Alanga's winning Golden Boot. Shout out to the legend. Louise, as well, make sure you shout out the legend. Thank oh, you, you legend. It, it you. doesn't I come up on this screen. Way. I have to look on the other screen. It's absolutely infuriating. Thank you so much, bro. You're way thank too you. generous. Anyway, oh, now, yeah, that, yeah. now that confusion is over, that's sorted me out. Okay, let's get let's get on to the defense, boys. Because, or should we do should we do the big reveal? What do you want to do? Defense, big reveal, chat, defense big or reveal. big reveal? Yeah, big reveal, please. Yeah. Genuinely, they don't know what it is. They don't know what it is. They don't know what it is. Okay, so the old uh, bat phone went off today. Should we do the reveal? I don't know. They haven't really said. The old bat phone went off chat, today. Got a call. Yeah. Right. 
I could talk through the story. In fact, uh, and shout out, it was uh, me and Nottingham now and then were deciphering. Is this true? Is this <laughs> that comment? <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me Don't laugh, please. Anyway, so I was there chatting with Nottingham now and then, and we're like, is this for real or not? This can't be for real. Now, surely, surely it is. So we did a little research, called a few people, and it was for real. And I can now exclusively reveal in a second when I find the freaking button that who's free on Thursday, the 19th of October, which is, I can see Lemmy looking at his diary already. <laughs> that includes you. That includes you. Because FFTV will be hosting a sit down with the legend Stuart Pierce. Hosting. Psycho himself, Stuart Pierce. We will be interviewing him in front of a live audience on the 19th at Lady Bay. And you guys have been invited to join us. But these tickets are going hot. Do I get a free free ticket? Do I get a free ticket? No. No. However, I will be giving away two free tickets. Not only will there be an interview with Stuart Pierce, but then we will be going into the crowd, you guys, to do a Q&A where wow. you get to ask your questions to Stuart Pierce. Wow. And on top of that, on top of that, you will get to mingle with Psycho himself after the Q&A session. What and me. Aunt. And me. <laughs> and, and, and if we let him through the doors. And as Jonathan says, absolutely, has he got a lot of stories to sell. Amazing. So we are going to give away two free tickets. I'll put the link in now as well. If you're a member, how should we do this? Send me a WhatsApp message. Send me a WhatsApp message, exclamation mark WhatsApp. Just send me a message. Now, I want to break. I'm going to have to break Stony and Matty's hearts. You have to be over 18 for this one. This is like, this is Piercy, right? This is Piercy. Yeah, yeah. You're getting excited there, Mark. I know. I know. So... I'll put the link in. If you want to be in those two free tickets, we're going to give it away before the end of the stream. So if two of you go in, like you'll both get it. If a hundred of you go in, you get it. Chris filing for divorce. Absolutely. Do what you've got to do, right? So drop me a quick WhatsApp message, exclamation mark WhatsApp. If that doesn't come up, I'll put the number on the screen. But Stuart Pierce will be sitting down with us. I'm literally... This is like this is fanboy stuff for me, boys. This is fanboy stuff for me. Childhood oh, hero, childhood hero, legend. Jonathan's coming up from there. I am telling you guys. I am telling you. You got to get in quick because they've told me the tickets already. Like just even without being advertised, going hot. And uh, poor Brandon, man. I'm sure you won't be able to go. Sorry, Brandon, bro. Sorry. So if you're up for it. Send me a quick WhatsApp. It didn't come up. All right, let me put the WhatsApp number in the chat. But yeah, should we have a quick word on on Psycho? Any quick memories that spring to mind? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I saw him once run. I was in the executive stand, as we call it. Right. <laughs> and I saw him run literally from like the right centre-back position. There was a, I can't remember who it was against, but there's a winger coming down the right. And he run. You know his legs were massive. And he used to run like a his legs out like a galloping horse. Never, never very fast leg speed, but these long legs. And everybody could see that it was going to clatter this player. And he absolutely sent him into the air. <laughs> and everybody cheered. Because <laughs> they all knew Ted it was coming like 10 seconds before. And was, it was that Ted like... McMinn when he put him into, into the East stand? Yeah, he went up in the air. He went up completely off the pitch. And uh, I think he just got a yellow card for that. It was well worth it. But it was just so funny because everybody was everybody just in the crowd was just like that. Oh my god! <laughs> just as he was running in, amazing. Well, I've player. got, I've and got the free to do a bit of research. Free kicks as well was brilliant. I've got to do a bit of research because my my memory for games is awful. But I believe it's when we got promoted, we were away from home. But I can't remember. But all I remember is that I came away from a match, drove back to Nottingham, drove to the city ground, and Psycho got off the. I've actually got a photo of it. He got off the, the bus with the rest of the team. And as he was walking away, I went, Psycho! He turned around and went, yeah. 
I'm going to ask you, do you remember? Do you remember seeing me in 1994 or whoever it was? Of course he remembers. <laughs> and then another no very, comment. very quick no one. I took my mate. My mate was a lifelong Sheffield Wednesday fan. And it was when the old Trent End was the old Trent End. And I took him down to a game. And when Psycho came out, you know how the crowd, Psycho, Psycho, and he used to come yeah. up and yeah. And he used to be, he must have been after Argentina. So, yeah, anyway, because it was like always paper coming down and everything. And I turned to my mate and he had tears in his eyes. This is a grown man. He had tears in his eyes. Well, grown man, he'd be about 22. Sorry, youngsters. And uh, he turned around to me and says, I've never, I've never felt such emotion in a football ground in my life. Mm. It was incredible. Every game was incredible, that man. Jonathan got, makes a good point there. Yeah, Ruthless full, fullback scoring 15 goals a season. That's just yeah. like unheard of now. Isn't it? And the free kicks. Yeah. The free kicks. It was 16, but yeah, free kicks were incredible. Uh, I'll never forget. Yeah, for me, my best memory is still the 2 1 Old Trafford, man. I know, and you're going to tell us you were there. We know, we know. Yeah, but okay. that, that, that just I sticks tell in you the about memory. that, Matt. Uh, no, we're Stank not going to go down there. Clean through. Oh uh, yeah. Anyway, I'll. I'll yeah. Honest, honestly, for me, sit, us sitting down and you guys as well. You're all invited sitting down with Stuart Pierce. It's just he's right up there on the on the levels for me. You know, for me, it'd be like Stuart Pierce and Brian Roy, oh, boyhood oh. heroes. You know, Collie Moore as well. Collie Moore as well. It's just well. like that's the three. That's the three for me. So this is like some pure bucket list stuff um, for us. But speaking of legends, he's a god. Talking of gods. Here's another one. How are you, bro? How are you doing, pal? Nice. Thank you, guys. Yeah, I'm all right. I'm buzzing with this new news that you've just... Uh... Sorry, I haven't got my mic with me. Yeah, I'm buzzing with this news that you've just announced. Uh, but just as you know, guys, I'm Psycho's handler. So if you want to get to him, you got to get through me. So uh... <laughs> just step over you. Particularly to the ladies. Shut up, man. Stop giving them the cheat codes, man. Yeah, how you doing, guys? You all right? Yeah, good. How are you doing, bro? Oh, good. Yeah, I'm all right. I'm holding up, man. Evening, good. 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 Right, I'm just trying to dig up the number, right? So can someone start talking about Morgan Gibbs-White? I'll put the number in the chat. I've only had three requests in for the tickets. So you got good odds right now. Will, oh. of course, I see you there. And who else we got, got mine, here? I got, mine in yet. I got Phil in there. So that's two. That's two. Oh, let me get you the WhatsApp number. I can't remember the number. Off. Will, do me a favor. Put the number in the chat, man. I can't remember my number. <laughs> but yeah, um, boys, Morgan Gibbs White. Hey, hit us with some Morgan Gibbs White stuff, man. Was he Morgan was Cooper Gibbs right to drop him? I think he was right to rest him. Yeah, definitely. I ain't because... using the word rest, Ez. No, let's talk here. What he was dropped. He was dropped. Oh, he, he was dropped. He was dropped. Of course, he was dropped. And why? Why was he dropped? I don't know if you've already covered that, but what I did notice, and I think I mentioned to you guys um, when I did speak to you, but when I, when they did take a shot of him on the bench, he looked angry. Every time I saw the shot of him on the bench, he looked angry. And that's what I wanted to see. I wanted to see a reaction. I wanted. I didn't want him to be happy to be sat on the bench or mm. rested or whatever it was. I wanted mm. him to be angry about it. And I wanted him to come on and show. I, I believed whatever the situation was with Ania Kati, at some point we would have seen uh, Gibbs White come on to that game. But he came on and he made an impact. And that's what we want from him. That's the fire in his belly that I haven't seen for a long time. And that's the fire in his belly that I saw on Saturday. And I'm Sunday, sorry. Guys, I still think it was Saturday. Sunday. Oh, my God. Really? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> so, yeah, my, I've been my, thinking my it's Sunday all day today, Ez. I've been thinking yeah, Sunday all day today because I went to the match. Yeah, some of us have been working. My yeah. week's got yeah, my week's got um messed up. Anyway, yeah, so I was just kind of like really glad to see his reaction more than anything else. And I think it was the right decision. It pe played out the right way. I can't I can't have a go. I mean, I'm I, I'll be honest, mate. You've called it the happy clapper stream, and I think I'm one of them, mate, because I've got to say, Cooper's listening. And he's doing something yeah. and he's reacting and he's trying something different. What I don't want to see is him reverting back to type in, in a couple of weeks time after the international break or whatever. But I am actually quietly impressed by what I'm seeing so far in terms of what the manager's doing, how it's working on the field. And there were, there were a lot of bus points out of Sunday. I don't think uh, most people who came out of it were upset at the end, um, even though it was only a draw against Lodi Brentford, the way the game panned out and the way um, we reacted as 
I thought it was one of his most resilient performances I've seen from Forrest in a long time. So yeah, a lot of good things. He was right to do what he did, and I think it's uh, hopefully he has he has the nerve to do it again. You know, so yeah, I'm, yeah. I was impressed, mate. Good, good, good. Right, guys, there's the WhatsApp number. They say you don't ever know your own number. 07869-493598. You've got 15 minutes. This is a quick, snappy giveaway. If only if only two are entered, those two are getting the tickets. Otherwise, we'll we'll lucky dip them. You got 15 minutes. But the link as well to get your tickets. Remember, it's the 19th, 19th of October, Thursday night. Psycho. Psycho is gonna be there. Uh Lemmy. Yeah. Here's what I want to ask you about Morgan Gibbs-White. Now, when this has happened in the past and players have been dropped, they go one of two ways. They either sulk and, you know, woe is me and all this stuff, or they take that slap, they understand it, and they're better for it. What did you gauge from his reaction when he came on? Which way do you feel he went? And chat, what do you think? Oh, I think it's undoubtedly he was better for it, the way that he came on and was um, kind of showing that he wants to be a part of this team and he still thinks that he is one of our better players. Uh, the fact that he was starting every game, he, he even got mentioned probably in a couple of podcasts, he was basically Mr. Untouchable. He was he's in a position where there's no real competition and people were mm. saying, well, how do you find a way of dropping him? And yeah. thankfully, Cooper did find a way of dropping him by changing the formation where he was then no longer um, the number one running in that position because he could yeah. play on the wings. Um, but he said, now I'm going to pick Hudson at Dorian Alanga. So you can sit on the bench here. And I feel that is kind of giving him the rocket up his arse that he needed because complacency was bound to set in, especially if he knew that he was Cooper's number one man and yeah. he was in a position where there's no competition. He knows he can play however he could play what he has done. He's played and had some stinkers and not really done it. And then it doesn't matter. I know that I'm going to be on the team sheet next weekend. So I just mm. do play my 90 minutes, go to training, and then just keep on rolling through the motions. So, Sorry, go on. I thought you'd finish. Yeah, uh, no, it's, so dropping him and then bringing him on, I mean, he did show a lot of determination when he came on the pitch. Um, hopefully, it just gives him this idea that now he needs to keep on performing well and playing well, otherwise he will get dropped. He needs to just simplify things, not trying to be um, Mr. Fantastic with all these fancy flick-ons and dribbles just keep it simple and um yeah he has to he is our, one of our best players and i think we'd all agree with that but his run of form deserved for him to be dropped and i think it's going to be a good thing in the future and would you drop him for another game or bring him straight back in is it kind of lesson learned he's not being punished i'm kind of over exaggerating it but is it is it kind of lesson learned well, there's a couple of things. First of all, I think a player coming on after being dropped and trying shouldn't really be heralded as the greatest thing on earth. I mean, I'd expect that from any professional footballer, if I'm honest. He did do a magnificent, magnificent tackle, a goal-saving tackle towards the end of the game, which is praiseworthy by... It's worth bringing him on for that in itself. Um, who are we playing next? Crystal Palace away. Palace. Mm. Yeah. I, to be honest with you, I'd have to think about it because I've got to... When you said about creativity, that did touch a nerve. It did touch a nerve that we're perhaps lacking a little bit in creativity, mm. maybe. Other than that, I wouldn't change the side. I would change the side. And we're going to have to change the side because of Neocarte, um, which I wanted to touch on briefly, but we're on MGW. Um, to be honest with you, I'd have to think about it. I'd have to, I'd have to look at Crystal Palace. Sitting on the fence. <laughs> Yeah, I am. Because to be honest, I'm not sure. Because he's not been good, has he? He's had, he came on for half an hour and ran around a lot and did a fantastic tackle. Does that warrant bringing him back in the team and disturbing that midfield? I'm not sure. I've got to think about it. I know it's a shit answer, but I'm honestly not sure at the moment. Sorry. Also, just on, I know it was a really good tackle, but his tracking back was pretty shit. Um, was it? He was, yeah, he was, he was just, he, it looked like he was playing in the attacking sense where he was just streaming forwards. So he was like 10 yards behind the other defender. So then just playing everyone on side and then kind of just running in and out and diving in. But yeah, great tackle. But yeah. But there was a bit in the center circle. There was a bit in the center circle where he tried to take on two men and lost the ball. And I did go, oh, for God's sake, not again. Yeah. You know, so, you know, I'm not sure. In fact, no, I've I've decided no, I wouldn't bring him back. 
Okay. <laughs> you got there in the end. Bloody yeah. hell, we got there in the end. Really? I don't know. I think that's a little harsh. Um, Ez, let's talk about the free kicks and, well, the corners and stuff. Because Callum mm. Hudson-Odoi, first corner we've had that MGW hasn't taken. And technically yeah. we scored. Yeah. Yes, it was offside. But were you impressed with his corners? Would you have him on corner duty now? I, would, I wouldn't say I was overly impressed by his either. To be, honest. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, you know, but uh, look, the, the bar was set quite low. So you only had to like get one to to miss the first man and you, you've done well, mate. Uh, no, so I wasn't overly impressed. I think it's was something we touched on last week that, you know, you need you need guys who are specialists at that. You know, it's, I, I didn't like what, I mean, let's, before Arsenal, before Arsenal, sorry, before um, Forrest Ant mentions him, let's just talk about like what Arsenal did, you know, giving, letting somebody else take the penalty and shit like that. No, there's no room for sentiment in football. No, mm. not at that level. They got away. Especially not Havertz. I want to yeah, trust him with anything. Exactly. Havertz, and I wasn't even was one of the best penalty takers the Premier League has ever seen. He scored 18 <laughs> out of 19 penalties. He has scored 18 <laughs> out of 19 penalties. That was Alan Shearer. 18 out of 19 uh, penalties. And the penalty John Aldridge. Fucking tastic. That was one of the worst. Hey, he's one of the best takers the Premier League has ever seen. Oh, have All right, whatever. But have my it. point wasn't hey, that. Jorginho's better. Jorginho's better. Ask, ask Salah. Ask Salah how I many he scored. Jorginho's better. Jorginho's better. No, 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 no. Jorginho's was good. Ain't better. It's better. 18 out of 19 penalties. Okay, he has missed. He has missed. Forest Street. Let's My fault, right? I've made this off topic. I, me- and, I had to mention Arsenal. Ring Robbie up and see if there's a slot available on Forever Arsenal for you this week. Seriously, he's only done one. He's only done one for Arsenal. All the rest were for Germany and and Chelsea. So Thomas Leagues. So it's not an Arsenal. All right, just, yeah. just very quickly, very quickly. We've got a couple of super chats. Nick, yeah, sorry yeah, that man. we've delayed this coming up, but thank you so much for the four ninety nine. You beauty. I sat with Roy Keane in the main stand at Psycho's testimonial. Bloody no, that's Psycho's, that's Fizco's. That's Fizco. A Tesco's. few people have done that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Eddie, Eddie, happy clap for donation for 99. Oh. Eddie's a lot happier today. Are you back from Spain yet, Eddie? That's that's what we all want to know. And just very quickly, there's been quite a few now WhatsApping me. Um, please put your name next to it if that's the first WhatsApp message you've sent. I see a few here. I see Johnny's in there. I see Phil's in there. I see, uh, I don't know who that is. If your number ends in 543, I have no idea who you are, bro. I see uh, Mark in there and another Matthew in there. There's quite a few coming in. So get it in. You've got like 10 minutes, 10 minutes to get those in. But put your name in if you've put it in. It'll make it easier when I draw it. Okay, let's move on into the defense, Dino. Um, The unit, G unit, M unit, Murillo. Mm. player isn't he <laughs> yeah he's only young isn't he but what a unit he is he's like so big he's so big little, though, I was, yeah I mean he started off a bit shaky though to be fair he looked very nervous but he put a good tackling and then that seemed to sort of get him into it then and he had a good he had a really good game for a debut very I'm surprised he played him actually I'm really surprised that he mm. put him straight on yeah. and not brought him on as a oh. sub so, yeah, I was delighted with him. He's got a great future for us. I'm really excited, like Ez, about the, the team that we've got. And I think the, the only thing that we didn't see was what I picked up in the um, thing I did on the high press to him, and, and that's his passing range. is ridiculous. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. ridiculous. You know, and I think that's part of the reason Forrest got him, to try and get yeah. us out from a situation where we're up against it. And we've got two fast wingers. I like that. So, yeah, the he's fridge. the fridge. William Perry, yeah, the fridge. I like that. I like that. He died, didn't he? Probably it. Yeah, I was surprised how, how small he was. Mind you, he does stand next to Bolly, but he, he seemed yeah. very short in stature that way for a centre back. Yeah, he he's, he's like more of an out muscle man, isn't he? He's just, he's yeah. just not going to. Yeah, he's, he's like, like Adam Traore trying to knock him off the ball, especially with I mean, all that. Put, Grease has got on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he slide off him. Yeah, I mean personally, I mean again, this is this is hindsight, you know. So we're all, we're all good at hindsight. I would have preferred Nia Carter as left centre back and Harry Toffolo, the best crosser in the club at left back. Myself, but there you go. Where's this best crosser in the club crap come from? I know. Mister Cooper. 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 
But like really? Tuffalo's oh, played really? a lot of games. I haven't seen this best club, uh, this best crosser in the club thing before. It's a bit of a sweeping statement for me. It's the same person who said that Sam Storage is the best finisher in the club. <laughs> <That's true>. <laughs> <laughs> but he was good, wasn't he, Joe? When he came on Tuffalo, it kind of it did look more orthodox. Although I thought Niakate was fine, apart from the yellow cards. I thought he did all right at left back, but Tuffalo yeah, looked more but... orthodox than he. Let me. Yeah. I mean, that's, I feel like that was a good opportunity again for Toffolo, especially because we had no real other options. Um, but I feel like Meokate did all right at sent, uh, um, left back. He was just basically, it almost felt like we were still playing three at the back. It was just very heavily mm. covering the left-hand side. And then um, he was, ne- I mean, he did actually try and move up the pitch a little bit, but he was never going to make any overlapping runs. And his... Uh, still able to make those long throws from the left uh but when Toffolo came on I mean yeah the overlap that he made to then get is the goal it kind of said yeah this is how we can play when we've got a four back and we've got two traditional full backs actually playing um so it was a very defensive four with Aurier and mm-hmm. um the as your full backs <laughs> I feel like if we're playing Ola Aina and then um one of our other right backs whether it is still Aurier or if we want to try and get a bit more adventurous um Nico Williams I, I, he just seems to have dropped off the face of the earth but it, like seeing them and making runs we've then got something and I feel like if we've got Murillo in the centre back I, I feel confident that we can have that expansion because I don't think anything's getting past him he's too fucking wide um he's never going to be able to get through him so I, it was a great debut for him he did look shaky at the start but I, I feel we've got another gem there. Um, if we keep giving him game time and let him develop and grow into the game, I think he's going to be an absolute monster for us as centre-back. I know we're talking about defence, but I just want a quick quick thing on midfield. Yeah. Danilo, when he comes back for me, will replace Mangala. I think we've kind of, we should Ooh. not forget that Danilo was really good at the end of last season. But yeah. And we've got <laughs> Santos on the bench. Yeah. yeah. Let me just make a quick point on Olivia. something that, um, uh, Lemmy touched on, and I don't know if you guys noticed it. Do you think there's a difference in Niakate's long throws now because they're not yeah. as flat as they yeah. were before? I, th- yeah. I think I the think elbow injury cost him a little bit, yeah. yeah. I think it has. He certainly and didn't he have needs a minutes in the him. elbow, bro. He needs minutes, yeah. It didn't have a distance on it, and it certainly didn't have a flat trajectory, which no, is what he was brilliant for, yeah. So, uh, let me ask you this. Let me ask mm. you this, because they're asking in the chat, I think, I think it was Sci-Fi, or it was British Bulldog, I can't remember. Who's our best two centre-backs? What, on the play this season? No, in, on our roster. Philippe. Yeah, Pate, Pate, Pate. Pate. Chat, chat as well. Who's who's the best two? Oh, yeah, I said Ez. Yeah. yeah. I oh, said sorry. Brown sorry, brother, sorry. Right. My brown brother, right? And, and my... Yeah. yeah, and all my, you know, all the colours of the rainbow people in the chat... Yeah. Who's our best two centre backs? Ez, start us off. Mm. If I'm going on current form, I've got, I've got to go on current form. I can't say overall because it would be Felipe and you'd probably say Felipe and Nikate or Felipe and uh, Bali, as uh, young man's just mentioned there. Uh, but for who is available now and from what I saw yesterday, I'd be tempted to say it's Bali and Murillo. I like them two together. I felt Bolly really helped him, especially when Niakate went off. Two players that really stepped in to uh, support Murillo. One was his uh, partner, Bolly, and I saw Dominguez do a hell of a lot of talking with uh, Murillo once uh, Niakate came on, and he was filling in for him quite a lot. So I would say them two right now, honestly, on form, on ability, I would say them two. Niakate's boots. I'm going to pick up on Niakate because as much as you're saying he had a good game, he made two... Right, the first one was a ridiculous challenge. I'm sorry. He shouldn't have gone diving in like that. He had no need to. It wasn't in a dangerous place. And the second one, yes, it was mistimed, but he had Murillo covering. He didn't really need to make that tackle. So I think he made some couple of bad decisions yesterday and he really needs to... uh, Book up his game because he's got competition, and that's what we've always wanted, and that's what we, I think we finally got. We've got some proper competition in those centre back positions. I, th- I so, think yeah. it was in playing out of position, and he was coming back, wasn't Thank he? Thank you, Dino. Some sense of well, finally, well, come on, Dino. Continue, no, continue. Well, Dino. Not, normally, normally the centre backs have got players coming towards them, haven't they? Mm. And they're, they're yes. quite uncomfortable having to tackle from behind, which is what he did for the second yellow card, which was mm. incredibly clumsy. He knows it. We don't have to tell him that. He knows it. Um, 
So yeah, out but, of position, I'll excuse him for that. He's not really made any mistakes like that previously. What about his first one? What about his first one when he's gone diving in? You cannot judge you cannot in. judge Neil Carty on yesterday. Neil Carty is and never will be a left back. He's a centre back. He will never no, so, he doesn't overlap as a left back, he doesn't position himself right yes, as a he left did. back. He's not a left he back. He did. He, so he actually did. judge him on that. Yeah, he I know. I know why he played him though. I do know why Cooper played him because, like, I think Joe said, you know, having a solid right back and a solid left back in terms of four defenders. Yeah, not very. Solid I know why he played him though, because it? then it could be a bit more expansive going forward. And it, for I the first half, it did work, other than chances. Yeah, I thought he mm -hmm. got forward. I thought he overlapped quite he well. Did, I agree. Um, what I yeah. uh, what I was kind of I think. Wolverine mentioned it in the build-up, but the possibility of playing him as um, that almost like that uh, Trent Alexander role. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if that yeah. actually happened at any stage. I missed no. bits of Excuse me. Excuse me. Are no, you saying he overlapped experiment. for the are you saying he let him finish and, and let him finish his point? Go on, Des. Yeah, no, I felt I felt we got forward. I, I felt he was he was available, but I would have liked to have seen that experiment actually playing playing that role, playing an inverted role, and seeing how that worked. That's where I thought Cooper was going to go with it as well. Once I saw a bit like how Arsenal do with uh, Zinchenko, yeah. you're saying, yeah. yeah well, Man City do it, Tottenham do it, don't they? And it, yeah. it, it's um, they sort of come in, come in from the from the start, don't they? But that also means that a three midfield's too cramped. So, but you can go then a two midfield, and then you can fit MGW in yeah. as a ten, for example. Yeah, but if, I, and I don't mean this disrespectfully. Cooper's not ready for that yet. No, that, that's like that's like two or three levels above him still. He he's transitioning from a low block to a yeah. expansive style of football. Yeah, there's mm. another two levels before you get to inverting wing backs and then yeah. pushing yeah. a centre back into. Um, the midfield for me I get what you're saying is I kind of did think it for a minute and then I thought no nah, it's, it's too many steps too quickly to do it. that's probably the more politically correct way to say it but mm. it's too many steps too quickly isn't it and yeah he is injured bro he's got I think it was a grain or something like that we don't know how long neither, he's out neither from. fullback got forward as much as Aynar and probably like um, mm. Montiel would Montiel yeah yeah all right, so that's that's the defense, right? Uh, Lemmy, you you hate Mangala, but what did you think on Dominguez? Uh, Dominguez was man of the match, and I feel um, maybe Mario for playing so well um, in his debut, and then also having one of the defenders get sent off and having to deal with that pressure, I did really well. But no, Dominguez absolutely stand out man of the match in my opinion because. He was just everywhere. It, he, it felt like whenever I was watching it, he was always in the frame, regardless of whether we were on the ball and pushing into the edge of the box or if um, they were trying to get an attack and go down in towards our goal. He was always in the picture, running, having a man march, chasing down the ball, trying to make good passes. He's, he's just absolute baller in the midfield. He's just a terrier. He was everywhere. Um, mm -hmm. And that's exactly what we need, especially if we're playing three in midfield and if we have Mangala playing as a sitting six. We just need the other two midfielders to be running around the pitch and just trying mm. to create problems when they're on the ball and just try and create passing options when we're in possession of the ball. And I feel like, with especially with growing confidence and knowing who he's playing with, he, we have got an absolute steal there, swapping out for all of them. Yeah, what a, and there must be some brown envelopes there involved. It's their club if they thought that was a good idea, <laughs> swapping out Freuler <laughs> with Dominguez. It must be mental. Yeah, you know, is that the best swap deal you've ever seen? Oh, well, right. not for Bologna, yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the only other one that could come close to it is swapping would be Haaland, for example. It's that, it's that good. <laughs> and we asked this question last week, and chat, I want your answers on this. And a lot of people, and I think Ez did as well, were saying Captain Material. Are you seeing more of that? Are you ready to commit to that yet? Or uh I'm not, not? gonna go down this line again. I'm not, I'm not saying who is who is I'm just saying because no, it's been another word of English. He doesn't speak a word of English, so there's no way I'd have him as captain. Football's not, universal not. language, bruv. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, football might be, but communication isn't you need to football is the language of love. <laughs> no, 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 no. He's had two games, he's had two games, he's had two fantastic, brilliant games. Let the guy play. Let the guy, Let play. The guy play football. Hundred percent. Would it? Would what? anyone be convinced yet that he's captain material on the panel? Nah. Nah, no, uh, definitely not. Let's not get too ahead of ourselves. 
No, you, you know, know what? The only reason I ask, the only reason I ask, because Despe- desperation, already, desperation. That's what why you ask. Yeah, I've got yeah. to fill in two more minutes before we do the draw. That's why. No, but joking mm-hmm. aside, Warrell's clearly not it, right? He's mm. not going to be on the bench on the um, pitch, right? Or I still have a feeling he'll play against Palace, but anyway, that's that's for a couple of days you from say now. That. Come on. But anyway, let me let me get to the point. I mean, yeah. let me land. Let me land. Let me land. Let me land. Um, yeah, Aurier, who was captain yesterday, is probably going to be tagged out at some point for Montiel. Yeah. The one thing I would say about a captain, you kind of want him to be the bedrock of the team. You know he's going to be on that team sheet week in, week out if he's not injured. And mm. I'm now looking at this team, and I guess I guess first question is is who who is that? That number one player name, like Morgan Gibbs White, may not be it now. We've seen Cooper's grown some serious kahunas. Yeah. Yeah. Who is that captain who can be like guaranteed game in, game out on the team sheet? Well, Bolly, I think. Bolly's one of the first names on the team sheet for me. If he's fit, he's in there. He hasn't put a foot wrong for me this season. Um, he's a bit. He's, so Felipe's he's, uh... fit. So Felipe's fit. You would drop Felipe for Bolly. I don't think, you know what? I'm, I don't know if we're going to see Felipe. I think we've all mentioned this. That's why I've got uh, my new my new uh, hotspot is for Dominguez, by the way, guys. So I've gone off Felipe. I'm on Dominguez. Yeah. <laughs> but, yes. You sluts. You sluts, man. You sluts. He is, isn't it? He's upgrading for younger models, man. Seriously. You sluts. You sluts. Definitely. Yeah. And he's, he's got no money. He's got no man bun to lose either, so uh, I think he'll keep his mojo for the rest of the season. Is this a quick poll coming on? <laughs> yeah, well, you, can you calm down. Are you telling me, short, your new poll coming up? The qualification is it's got to be somebody that plays every game. Mm-hmm. You know what? That's my point, uh, and, you know. That's my point. Maybe even Mangala's a shout, you know. Way I was going to say Mangala. I was going to say Mangala. I've never heard him uh, yeah, I agree, Mark. 100%. Uh, one at a time, one at a time. Bloody hell, Garners. I was going to say, I agree with Mark. It's the eyes. Um, but yeah, no, oh, Mangala, I felt, I felt made that, especially in that first half, he made that midfield work. And I think the stats proved it. I mean, he didn't give a single ball away, did he? Um, he had a fair amount of, he was looking for the ball. He was taking it off a back, back line. He was making quick, swift passes. He wasn't scared. He wasn't um, panicked under pressure either. And we've seen that a few times with Mangala, but we just haven't seen the team around him. Now he's got the midfield around him. I think, you know, he can really go from strength to strength. But then you've got the elephant in the room, Danilo, when he comes back, you know, we'll talk about this maybe mm. on another stream. But Yeah, when he's back and yeah, when he's back and fit, because he's gonna be a headache for Cooper, I think. All right, let's uh, let's put these guys out of their misery. Right, I've only got two, four, six. So if you haven't WhatsApp me, tough shit. Right, so we're about to do the wheel of doom. Two of you, can I check? We got Matthew, Johnny, Phil, Mark, Mark W, and Chris still in the chat. Let me let me see some yeses. Oh, even if you're not, I'm gonna roll it anyway. Are you guys ready for a little Wheel of Doom? Who will be joining us for free? And remember, if you want to come anyway and you just got to check with the missus, get permission, whatever, then the link for the tickets in the chat, you need them quick. You need to get in them quick. So get your permission slips in quick, okay? (laughs) I see Mark's still in there. All right, boys, are you ready? Should we have a little bet? Who do you guys think is going to win? So there's two tickets we're going to draw. Yeah, Mm -hmm. here's the names, boys. Let's have a little fun with this, right? Okay. Who... <laughs> well, hundred percent. Mark, Mark, and Chris. I reckon Mark W and Chris. Should I One horse each. Dino, who's your horse? Uh, what? Somebody begin with M. <laughs> That's a good shot there. Fuck yeah! I'll take Johnny. Joe, who's Johnny. your horse? I take Phil. Phil and John. Johnny. Uh, Mark. And can't even see it. Mark. <laughs> Which Mark? Yeah. All right, screw it. I'm spinning. Come on, Johnny. No, you know what? Yeah, go on. I'll take Mark Dennis. I'm spinning. Good luck, boys. Remember, we'll do two spins. And the winner of the first (laughs) ticket is, I think it's Phil. Yes. Congratulations, Phil. You will be meeting Psycho. Psycho with us. Congratulations. Let's get your name off by looking at me 
Right, right, we we'll need to pick them for the next here game. It comes, yeah, it come all the rigs. It come all the rigged comments, right? Here we go for the final ticket. And it, oh God, that's that's giving me epilepsy. It's looking like, oh, it's oh, Matthew yeah. and Johnny. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Let's go Johnny. Johnny. Johnny's in. Johnny's in. Yeah, Congratulations well done, to Johnny. Yeah, well, well done, done Johnny. Uh, Mark, you were nominated. Really bad at predictions as well. So, I love you too, Graham. Thank you. So, wait, who won? I forgot. It was Johnny and, and Phil. 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 Boys, just send me a hi on um, WhatsApp. No, no, well no, don't do that. I'll reply back to you guys because um, we'll have some trolling messages. Yeah. Okay. So, very quickly, because we want to get everyone off for the um, for the Chelsea match. Yeah, yeah, Mark. All right. You saw your name there. You saw your name there. Yeah. It's not rigged. Stop with the rigged messages. Stop with the rigged messages. Wait, Matthew, you won, didn't you? Oh, no, he didn't. He didn't. Matthew, no, you can see. Why is winding him up now? That's fine. That's fine. I'm getting begging. Okay. I'm getting begging fucking text messages already. Shit. Put Will in. I didn't put Will yeah, in. All from Nathan, though. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do one more draw. I'll do one more draw. One more draw. Sorry, Will was in there. Will, my bad. I'll give. I'll do a third ticket. I'm sure I can. I can hook up a third ticket. Okay. Right. Sorry, I've got is to it... add Will in there. That is not. Okay. That okay. Is can not I second? Are you so going to add Will in then? All right, right, while so, he's doing that, guys, okay. somebody put VAR in the comments just there. It's rigged VAR. Yeah. We've got a VAR stream coming on yes. Wednesday night around 8.30, uh, where we've got a few fan channels in as guests, and we're going to talk about the mess that is VAR currently. So it's a live show. Good. Thank you. Plug over. One more chance here for you boys. One more chance. Okay. And you've got it all. I don't know how I'm going to. I'll figure this one out, right? <laughs> And if Will wins this, such a fix. Oh, if Will wins this, this is so rigged. This is so rigged. And it's going right. to be <laughs> Matthew R. Hey, Will, you couldn't Matthew, be further away from, from it. You were literally. <laughs> you need to thank <laughs> Will. You right. um, just won't yeah, let Ant go. Will. You can have Ant's ticket. You can have Ant's ticket there. Yeah. <laughs> is he allowed to win? Because he said it was rigged. Did he say it was yeah, rigged? Did, did he say it, it was yeah, rigged? All right, uh, maybe I'll just give it to Will then. Maybe I'll just give it to Will. No, <laughs> it's rigged now, are you, Matthew? Yeah, exactly, exactly. All right, so congratulations to you three. You will be joining us to meet Stuart Pierce on the nineteenth. For anyone else who wants to come, I think there's only like eighty tickets to the event. Click on the link that's pinned in the chat. I'm pretty sure they'll be done by tomorrow. Okay, yeah. um, round the house is Dino. Was it two points dropped or a point gain? A point, a point, a point gained yesterday. Uh, two points dropped, but positive feeling from the way we played first half. Pragmatic, I like it. As um, a resilient performance from a game we could have lost. It's reading. Really right? Are you reading off the script? <laughs> no, no, I was trying to find Matthew's comment. Well, I, was, I was trying to troll He's Matthew, reading off the script, doesn't he? No, <laughs> me reading off a script, clearly. <laughs> for Matthew with A2. <laughs> I forgot what we were talking about. Yeah, no, uh, I think it wasn't... It, normally, it's a result that we expected three points from, but considering the circumstances, the point was a good result, and I think the majority of the fans in the stadium would have agree would agree with me, and I think those watching as well. So yeah, I'll take it as a point gained rather than two points dropped. He's uh, also few throats for a minute. Did you see that? Mm. <laughs> and two points dropped, point gained. Very simple, isn't it? A hundred percent, two points dropped. We're Nottingham Forest Football Club playing at home against Brentford in the Premier League. Negative. We should be getting three points. No excuses. Negative. Negative. Yeah. Negative. Yeah, what about yeah, Arsenal at home against Tottenham a couple of weeks ago? I don't give a shit. What? No, uh, no excuse. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll have to say married now, says Chris. Chris, you can't just come, bro. The tickets are there. Yeah, it'd be good to see you. It'd be good to see you. And yeah. Joe, uh, two points drop or a point gained? I'm going a point gained, uh, especially after playing 90 minutes and then oh, I'll have to where the hell they pulled 13 minutes out of their arse yeah, from? I was, I was absolutely bricking it down the pub. But um, how many games last season would we have immediately lost going down to 10 men and then conceding? 
you would have written the game off there and then. So to come back yeah. and get a goal and then even at points with 10 men still look like we're fighting for us to try and get a goal, it was positive. Mm. So overall, definitely a mm. point gained. Cool. And on that note, go watch shitty Chelsea play against shitty Fulham. We will be back tomorrow. Um, I can't remember with what. And then as Dean said, on Wednesday, we've got um, the VAR special on FFTV High Press. However, there's only there's only 82 likes. So hit that like button on your way out. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Come on, you Reds. Hit that like button, Ant. See you that. <laughs> Sports Social Podcast Network.